0: everybody and welcome to the Next Level Remote Podcast, where you get hands-on, no-fluff and straight-to-the-point quick tips on how to improve your everyday remote work routine, skyrocket your productivity and make the very best of your life when working online. I am your host Denise May, remote professional of 10 years and founder of the blog Digital Nomad Soul where I help other aspiring remote professionals and digital nomads on their path to a location-independent life. Thanks so much for joining us today. In the last episode, I've talked about how you can stay physically healthy while working from home. So in this episode, I want to give you some tips on how you can take care of your mental health when having a remote job. Obviously, your mental health is just as important as your physical health especially when working remotely you might find yourself in situations that are harder for you to deal with for instance working alone all day and that's why it is important that you consider the following tips tip number one i have for you today is keep social contacts alive so when you work from home without any co-workers around you you can easily feel lonely at some point make sure that you get out of the house at least once a day Go to a co-working space, walk your dog, have lunch at a public space or go and meet some friends. It is important to keep social contacts alive and to stay part of the community. Don't make the mistake of locking yourself inside of your apartment for days and not talking to anyone. Make it a point in keeping your social contacts and maybe even schedule it into your daily or weekly schedule to stick to it. Tip number two is online co-working or online lunch sessions so the easiest way to stay in touch with your co-workers is via video call but who says that you can only make a call when you need to talk about business related issues for instance you can schedule one hour every week where everyone in your team logs into a video conference But instead of discussing a certain topic, you all just work as usual. Only that during that one hour, you can actually see each other and make a comment every once in a while, or ask a quick question, something like that. See how that goes. Another example would be online co-lunching, if you want to call it that. Again, once a week during your lunch break, everyone turns on a video conference. This way you can enjoy lunch together and talk about private topics or work-related ones if you want to. This is almost as if you are all sitting in the same room at the same table and having lunch together. It's a great way to stay in touch and to not get too lonely during the day. Tip number three is plan in private interactions. So when working from home, we often think that we have to limit our private interactions to be able to work focused and without distractions. And I agree to that and think that your private interactions shouldn't be all over the place because only because your boss can't see you doesn't mean that you should send out WhatsApp messages all day or be on FaceTime with your friends all day. However, it would be crazy to think that we can get along without things like private interactions all day. And that's why it can be a good idea to set times for them into your daily or weekly routine and schedule to have it a bit more organized. So how about making it a rule that you only check social media during your long breaks like breakfast and lunch break? Or how about calling your best friend only after your working hours? And maybe you can send out messages only during lunch and in the evening instead of all day long. I mean, of course, there's always a case where you need to connect with your family and friends immediately. But most of the time, it doesn't make a big difference if you wait a couple of hours. Your productivity will profit a lot from this little change and your relationships surely won't suffer either. Tip number four is connect with like-minded people. It can increase your productivity performance and mental health a lot if you connect with other remote workers and I don't only mean your co-workers at your office in your company. You should also try and connect with others outside of your company. So if you are a freelance writer get in touch with other freelance writers. If you want a dropshipping business seek other dropshippers out there and connect. See how they do their work, learn from their struggles and how they overcome their issues or simply exchange ideas and experiences. You will learn and grow from it and it makes you feel good. It is a lot of fun and it is super motivating to talk to like-minded people because your family and your friends often won't understand your issues if you work online or are working in a different industry than they do. To get in contact with those kind of remote workers, try co-working spaces near you. You could also check out Facebook groups or meetup groups, if you don't know the website meetup.com, check that one out, to find like-minded remote professionals. If you want to combine networking and a holiday, you may want to go to a workation or retreats for remote workers or digital nomads in other countries. Tip number five is work from different places. As mentioned in a previous episode, working from your home office every day, all day can soon get boring and maybe even a little bit depressing, so change scenery. You could test some co-working spaces around you or work from a quiet cafe every once in a while. Maybe you can also go to the library or bring a hotspot and work from a park. That will not only decrease your creativity and productivity, but will also keep you motivated. Tip number six is keep your private life private. I know that it is very tempting to just grab your laptop and work from your comfortable bed all day. But then your private place and your working place becomes one. And it is much harder for your brain to turn off and relax in the evening when you want to go to sleep because you automatically connect the location with work. So try to keep your work in a separate place in your home. If you don't have a spare room, don't worry. It doesn't have to be a separate room, but just a separate space or nook, I don't know, in your kitchen, in your living room, wherever that is dedicated for your work only will do. And tip number seven is meditation. So meditation is something that most people can benefit from. It keeps your stress level low and helps you focus on the important things in life. It can easily be done from home in the morning or during a break. And if you're completely new to meditating, there are many apps out there that help you get started, for instance, Headspace. If you don't want to get an app, simply search for YouTube videos for guided meditations. There are thousands out there. As you can see, there are quite a few things that you can do to take care of your mental health when working from home. Here's a summary. Number one, keep your social contacts alive. Number two. Try online co working or co lunch sessions. Number three, plan in private interactions. Number four, connect with like minded people in your industry or other remote workers. Number five, work from different places outside of your home office. Number six, keep your private life private and only work from a dedicated workspace in your home. And number seven, try meditation. I hope you've liked today's episode and found value in this quick tip. If so, I would very much appreciate if you could leave a review on your podcast platform and share this episode with your family or friends if you think that they'd find it helpful too. If you don't want to miss the next episode, make sure to subscribe to the Next Level Remote Podcast. As always, I put all of the products, services or websites that I've mentioned and that I recommend in the show notes of this episode. Here you can also find tons of other information on remote work in general and the digital nomad lifestyle if you want to read more about it. Thanks so much for listening again and I wish you a wonderful day and speak to you next time.